0: No song?
1: <laughs> Just going into it.
0: Hello! Welcome to the podcast, er, uh, blah, 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 from the top.
1: Sunday, Monday, happy gays. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy gays. Thursday, Friday, happy gays. Their best chums, let's have some fun. Ready to chat with you. These gays of ours. Happy gays. These gays of ours.
0: Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ashley Fair. And
1: I'm Jared Haglin.
0: And we are... Gay, Gay Best, Best Friends! Woo-woo! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> that wasn't bad, considering we had to restart it.
1: Well, that's pulling back the curtain a little too hard. Sorry, you can not And a delete. little bitchy.
0: <laughs> Just wanted to... I, I think you. it's
1: a nice change, because I think recently, as we haven't been doing these as often, our intros have gotten a little too, like...
0: Enthusiastic?
1: Lovey-dovey. We just kind of <laughs> fawn over each other for a minute, so you're throwing a little bit of shade, I think that's a nice change.
0: Back back to our regular programming? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Jarrett, it's the end of an era. What's the era? My Costco era. Oh my god, yeah! You have one day left? <laughs> one day left.
1: And how do you, how do you feel?
0: Um, a little sad uh i really really enjoy costco um and like i wasn't there long enough to hate it um i have colleagues who when i told them i was quitting they were like oh good for you get out of here <laughs> um i inspired someone else who's been meaning to quit for a while to finally give their notice uh and he's just like yeah let's get the fuck out of here and i i was like on and i said to him yesterday honestly i haven't been here long enough to feel that I have enjoyed my time at Costco, and I'm still like in like the honeymoon phase of it, where they're still encouraging me to like move into management. And still now, they're just like, yeah, come back anytime. You can go really far. Blah blah blah.
1: Maybe that was part of your purpose. There was like leading that guy mm-hmm. to something else. Maybe like, that was part of why you were meant to be there.
0: True, 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 true. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's exciting. It'll be nice to move on. Unfortunately, so we we spent. The bachelorette, like spending, mm-hmm. we used my Costco executive card to give me that 2% back. Yeah. I lose it all.
1: That's ridiculous. I know. That's I think it's a terrible it policy.
0: It's silly. Um, so I'm a little bummed about that, but um, that's okay. We're still going to get an executive membership because we're still going to be buying a bunch of groceries at Costco for the wedding and then large purchases later and the coupons are nice. This is
1: probably an off mic conversation but can't you like just renew extend that membership?
0: That's what I asked. There should be a way. I know. That's what I asked but someone said no. I'm going to try again when I have to do it tomorrow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well we can can put that we'll discuss membership logistics
0: later. (laughs) Um... How are you? How's your life going? It's going well. Yeah. Um, busy.
1: Both sides of the... Wall. Yes. You just looked at me I forgot that- to oh. tell you. What?
0: Your hair looks so good.
1: I was going to attack you later for not pointing out that my hair has finally, like, <laughs> achieved the peak, like, gray-white color that I it's was so... trying to achieve for the past year.
0: I have to say, like, I was always so surprised at, like, how much pigment was left in it. Are you using something different, or...
1: I got this, like... It's from China. It's this hair product. It might be giving me hair cancer, but it's this, like, you know, just hair putty or whatever. And it colors your hair.
0: And washes right out. Yeah,
1: washes right out. So it's just bleached hair that now has, like, a nice silver gray shine.
0: You're going to have to give me um, the name of that because after the wedding, I'm going to dye my ends blonde again.
1: I don't recommend it for you just because it makes it very crispy. Like, oh. it's a crispier hair product with on long hair I don't think would work out
0: well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Forget Sorry
1: it. Sorry to, uh, to burst that bubble. Are you, though? No. <laughs> but yes, I'm very happy with it. It's like, it's sort of making up for the end of summer that went to shit and had all my pool days ruined. So. Well, it's
0: going to look great for the wedding.
1: Right? But yeah, I think I found the one. Like, I think I'm going to buy it... Online repeatedly every month, plan it out so that it comes in the mail, right intervals and things like that.
0: Ooh, smart. Yeah. So speaking of regular mail, uh, I've been thinking a lot about subscriptions. Now, I used to get various subscriptions, but what I'm talking about right now, and I haven't talked about anything, but right now, um, I keep getting ads. Oh, we all get ads for the New Yorker. The New Yorker? Yeah, the New Yorker. Am I
1: dumb? I don't get ads for the New Yorker.
0: Oh. (laughs) Maybe you're not as active on Facebook, though. Maybe that's why.
1: I get lots of ads for Chinese hair products.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I can't speak to that, but (laughs) I get these ads. And I really want to subscribe. I've asked for a subscription before for Christmas several times from various people. Never get it. So I think I'm just going to do it for myself. But I'm like, is it... Is it worth it? And then I want—I was thinking about subscriptions that you get and what uh, what your favorite subscriptions have been.
1: And I will answer that before. Have you ever read the New Yorker?
0: I read like pieces online. Okay,
1: so you think you'd be into it?
0: I don't know. That's the thing. But like, they're like, oh, get six issues for twelve dollars. So like, okay.
1: I love subscriptions. I actually I have a subscription to Out Magazine and The Advocate mm-hmm. that Zach got me for our first anniversary because the first anniversary I think is the paper anniversary. That's right and it's just never stopped there has never been a rebilling there it's like almost five years now and these magazines just keep showing up
0: interesting um,
1: so I like the fact that that subscription's free
0: yeah. and we've
1: even like I've lost credit cards I've redone all my credit cards so there's literally no way
0: Weird. That this
1: that I'm being charged for this huh uh, so I like that one um, I've done um, sock of the month
0: oh underwear yeah underwear of the month
1: for a while I was in like a charcuterie box <gasps> that came Oh my god, that was heavenly. Oh
0: my god. Yeah. And so what would like let's just focus on that one because like socks of the month, yay, underwear, yay. Actually I'm wearing um me undies right now, which they do a monthly. Yeah, subscription. I've I've
1: done that one before. I'm not personally a huge fan of me undies. No,
0: their quality is not good, but yeah. these are really cute. They're like like they're not the most flattering underwear. Mm-mm. Like I got the high waisted because I find high waisted very sexy, but there is no support in it, so it just feels like granny panties. We got the dinosaur ones where Jeric and I both got matching. Oh yeah, I've yeah. seen that. I, I um, find they pile. Oh, Is do they? Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah, I find
1: yeah. they, they do that. Pill?
0: Pill. Pile? Pill.
1: Pill, pile. Little little round things? Yeah, yeah. Pills. Okay, so they pile. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was actually very disappointed because you listen to every podcast and they just go on and on about me undies. <laughs> well, so
0: here's the flip side.
1: <laughs> we are breaking down the podcast barriers by saying me-undies, me
0: undies. <laughs> Charcuterie box. Tell me about that. Do you get little Okay. Here's what I'm imagining in a charcuterie box. Obviously it's insulated rubber, because you're getting meat. Um, but no Or is it like freeze like freeze packaged? What's that? Sealed? Freeze sealed what um Piled? <laughs> no, um that's all
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's all um, like vacuum wrapped. Yes. And because they're like cured and stuff, they don't <sighs> need the, the Do you get mustards? No, Ugh. that would be a cheap addition they could make.
0: Oh, what a great addition. Oh my God. I love mustard.
1: The best thing that ever came in it or the most unique, it was this like smoked dried tuna. Oh, it was super salty. You couldn't eat too much, but it was just like heavenly.
0: Mm, you put on a sweet cracker.
1: Yeah. Oh, that would be good. Maybe a bit mm. of mustard.
0: Oh my God. Uh,
1: shout out my sister got me that box for Christmas and then I kept it going for a little good bit. Good job, just doesn't sister. like random cured meats every month?
0: Yum. I want that. Ugh. God, I love food. Common theme. I was thinking about our podcast the other day, and I was like, I talk a lot about food. But God, I love it.
1: So back to subscriptions. Yeah. <laughs> other than thinking about and trying to get the New Yorker because you feel you're smarter than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bad me
0: I just, I like to talk, I love subscription boxes. I used to get the, um, oh shit, what's it called? It's the one where you get like makeup every every quarter. Um, FabFitFun. What a great box. It's a little bit pricey, but honestly, like the value really is. I use everything that's in it. I've gotten my favorite makeup products from those boxes. Um, you know how I told you for like the night for the wedding, we're doing those gold under eye things? Yes. I the first time I tried those was from the FabFitFun box. Um, yeah, love it. Highly recommend. Uh, if I could have never had them for that, I would, but I don't know. I don't scrap anymore. It's pricey. I'm trying to save money for the wedding. But after the wedding, you better believe I'm getting a lot of mail.
1: You're getting (laughs) getting makeup. You're going to read The New Yorker. I recently subscribed to The Washington Post uh, just to get their fantasy football picks.
0: Oh, (laughs) nice. And then I canceled. Um, Fair enough. But they
1: had some... Judging by how much ass I kicked in one of my leagues, it was worth the $10. Nice.
0: I just wanted to know. I like to know what people subscribe to and what they like. Okay.
1: You mentioned that food is like a common theme, and you saw these earlier, and I didn't mean for you to. Um, <laughs> Zach brought me back buffalo wing bugles from Korea, and especially crunchy food, I think is the big theme on this show. Um, okay, Ashley just took a picture for a socialist, but... Oh, good Whoa. Jesus, they're everywhere! Oh my
0: god, they're so big. These, okay, so bugles have gone downhill recently, um, but my, my finger fits in this. That one is obviously squished. Yeah. Um <laughs> it's like, as you turn it, yeah, it's very flat. From the other angle I couldn't see how flat it was. Um okay, I just want to take a picture. Um on our Instagram. It's happening live. Oh my god, this smells so good. It smells like um like Mr. Noodles, but then like
1: I find like every chip thing or crunchy thing he brings back from Korea or Asia usually in some essence has ramen noodle flavour. It's usually a constant theme of them. I'm doing it. But um, it tastes like barbecue bugles. This is it not buffalo-y. They're
0: very sweet. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. They're Korean. They remind me of Korean barbecue. Like you get like the Korean um what's the
1: Gojong sauce. or I love um, it. It starts but,
0: with
1: a G. Mm-hmm. Um if you made me guess what flavor, I never would have guessed buffalo wing.
0: No, mmm, I got one that was really smoky.
1: Mmm, they're good. Nothing special. Yeah. <laughs> um, are we influencers
0: now? I mean, I like to think so.
1: Like we're throwing people off meundies. Mm-hmm. The New Yorkers about to just skyrocket. Yep. And people know that we're non-plus, but enjoyed by Korean bar- buffalo wing bugles. I, yes. th- I think we're influencers.
0: I think we're influencers. Um, okay, so my favorite topic is scammy influencers. Uh, I can't get enough. Um, so I may have talked before about Anna Delvey. I don't know if she was an influencer, but she was certainly like a pre-Instagram like influencer because she was floating around New York and influencing people to do things with her. So I count that. Jared's <laughs> okay. okay. giving me a look. He's like, no. But what, what makes me say her name is I have been following along this train wreck of, I assume, a friendship and, like, influencer life that has just blown up recently, um, and the influencer's name is Caroline Calloway. Um, so, okay, before I start with Caroline Calloway, I have to just, last night I was browsing BuzzFeed, as I do, and, oh, no, no, no. I was, sorry. Last night I was browsing Instagram before bed, as I do. And, I was looking at Caroline Calloway's most recent post and, like, I feel bad for this girl. But the best thing is someone commented to their friend and they're like, you know, at friend, God damn it, you sent me into this insane rabbit hole a few days ago and now this girl's dad is dead and the thing she can't get over is a single statement about ghostwriting Instagram captions. I can't even. And it's so true. That's, like, the perfect quote about following along with this story if you were to it's just so I read it because Caroline Calloway's former best friend wrote this like somewhat tell all in the cut which like I'm sure the cut is garbage but um, she writes this thing about how she used to travel with Caroline Calloway and like write all her Instagram captions and they like wrote a book together but this friend was a um, like a ghostwriter on it um. And so she just, like, tells everything and talks about how Caroline Calloway kind of just scammed everyone. Like, she made her Instagram life look incredible. But then when friend, Natalie, got to where she was in, like, England or something, everything was a mess. Her place was disgusting. It looked like um, she had never cleaned it and just kept collecting things um, and just never getting rid of anything, um, including, like, garbage and crap. Um, and but then she would like always lie to Natalie about things. Like, for instance, Natalie got her this weird like joke plate set from Yale University because she was obsessed with Yale. And she gets her this set of these set of plates, and Caroline like cried about it. Um, like she was like so moved by this. And Natalie was like, okay, that's kind of a weird reaction to like a gag gift, but okay. So she kept on kept holding on to them for a few months, and then one day she said, Someone, like, her apartment got broken into, and someone stole the plates and her Exeter ring. Um, her Like, her dad's school ring. Um, and uh, and Natalie was like, well, weird for them to steal, like, the plates. Like, your ring, OK, maybe, but, like, nothing yeah. else in your apartment? Um, and then, sure enough, two weeks later, Caroline's wearing the ring again. So it was just her way of like being like, I don't have your plates anymore. Um, and that's a small version of, like, some, anyway. The point is, this whole story is wild, I can't stop following it, Um, and I just, it makes me think a lot about, like, influencer scammers, like, and that's what I'm going to call them, I think it's a fair term, why are we putting out these, like, shiny lives, and then living total messes, and we all, like, I'm sure we all do it, but when you have tens of thousands to, like, millions of followers, it seems a little, a little more, um, important. But, I think. But they have
1: to. That they're, they're advertisers. It's the new form of commercial is you become a individual, personalized advertising machine. Well,
0: then advertise like, I don't know. Why don't you also advertise the need for like, I hire a cleaning company. And like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if you're going to influence things, influence like a good, healthy life.
1: No one ever bought anything because people were flawed or people had problems. People buy things because they see people...
0: But why in such a
1: high level and better than them? That's why people want shit.
0: Great, clean houses, better than me for sure. If you're hiring someone to take care of your home, that's great. I'm gonna follow suit and hire that same company. I disagree. I think, I think, I think that shows way.
1: a weakness and in needing help. And I don't think that's what these people are trying to embody and put out does. to the world. I don't think it does like in, in real life. But I think if this person that everyone looks up to for all these shiny things and fancy stuff, I am. Pulls the curtain back and shows. I need a cleaner because I'm also a disgusting pig. I think that ruins their brand and ruins what people are trying to achieve and see in them. We I don't even use, know this person.
0: You don't or, need to see the before me. and after. Maybe you always have a clean house.
1: But they want like I think part of that image what people are seeing is that it would never get dirty if she would never have that like those those flaws to get there.
0: Her shit don't stink.
1: Yeah, her shit don't stink.
0: Mm, interesting. That
1: that's my thought on influencers, and I think they're all scammers.
0: Yeah. Uh, great. Well that's all I have on that. <laughs> I just really wanted to talk mostly about Caroline Calloway anyway. Like I'm just so blown away by the story. And also that it's a story and I'm talking about it too. But
1: Um Before we go into our next segment though, I just wanna to talk to some about something very quickly. I don't wanna dwell on it. Um that happened to me the other night and I talked to you about it while it was happening, or just after. Um I was walking home after a very good day. Um at night in Victoria and outside of seven eleven there was this quite generally respectable-looking guy, probably about 30s, and I walked by him, and he looked up and down me and just said, you're a faggot. And then proceeded to yell at me for a block and a little bit, you're a fucking faggot, fuck you faggot. And I'm shocked how much it, like, hit me. Mm -hmm. And it took a bit to settle in, but I just wanted to, like, talk about why I think it hit me and to get your thoughts on it. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't care that this... I'm assuming, drunk guy, thinks I'm a faggot. He's right. I wasn't at my most faggoty. I'll give it that. So I'm a little... <laughs> he saw through it. I'm sure it's the hair product. It was very good. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it just felt so weird in that situation. All I wanted to do was, like, defend myself. Mm-hmm. Stand up for myself a little. And there was a quick moment that I almost did. And then I was just so afraid that it was probably not going to go well. And I guess I really don't owe it to him to... To put myself in any danger. But it was just a very weird sense of like having that bit of power that you have with yourself taken away. Mm -hmm. And after such a good day, it took away my joy. And that really just, it just fucking sucks that there's people out there who can easily do it.
0: Yeah. So have you thought more about it? About like the power of it? Because when we were talking about it, I also said there's also power in choosing to walk away. And I know it never feels like that because strength feels like muscle. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But I I do think, like you said, you didn't know what would come of the situation. And no matter what, even if you were the stronger person, assault charges, you know, like... That's um, true. I didn't even think of that part. It's kind of wild how... where it could go. And I just, I do think if you can walk away from that situation and not not physically harmed and then you can also get that support so you're also like at least emotionally supported too then
1: yeah I guess I've thought about it but I guess it didn't and that's what I'll try and take away is that there is power in walking away Mm -hmm. and I didn't feel that no but there is you're making a choice to disengage be better
0: yeah, and that's not to take away the, from the fact that like this guy did completely ruin your day and pop your bubble. Mm-hmm. Like you, I know you had a great day. We we talked about it, and um, and it sucks that it ended with that. And I, so when I say like there's power in walking away and like you're the stronger person, it's not to remove the fact that you did no, still no, feel no. Uh, quite taken aback. It's also like it's just so shitty. Who the fuck are these people? <laughs> right. I, I've been thinking a lot lately about queer safety um, and how increasingly I feel less safe um, mm. and then and then and then this happened to you and I was just like well Jesus Christ <laughs> Like,
1: <laughs> one comment and I the person who said this was not coming from I think a bad place at all um, but I had a friend ask did did you make eye contact And I said, well, yeah, like, you see people in the street, you make eye contact. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, that's where it went wrong. And I'm just like, I don't want to live in a world where you can't make eye contact with people. Or that's, like, triggering or pushing them. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a nice world to me.
0: No, I also, I firmly disagree with that. I don't think, maybe it's what made him say anything, but if you didn't make eye contact and he was still feeling aggressive, then you're in a different situation. Um, because you may have looked more meek, and he still wanted to be aggressive. You know, like oh yeah, like, yeah. That's there's a whole whole thing of body language and how you interact out on the street and stuff. And people, not always, but quite often, like don't bother the people who look confident and head up eye contact. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I totally disagree that that's where it went wrong.
1: Yeah. And I guess you could always be a little bit empathetic, like what the fuck's going on in his life.
0: Well, hopefully he gets and his, you know. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Like, what is going on in his life? But no, I have honestly, I have no empathy for homophobes. Um. And I, I do just have the opinion of like, well, you're gonna, like, I believe in karma. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: you'll get yours in whatever way the, exactly. the world gives it to you. Well, he's probably like deep inside, like a secret gay that hates himself. He clearly hates something.
0: Yeah, I can't even imagine walking around with that much hate in my heart.
1: Right, people. Not worth it. I didn't even get my taquito. No. Actually. Jarrett. Uh, what you watching?
0: Slash reading. Slash listening. Slash putting in ya. Putting in ya. What you putting in ya? I didn't miss anything. I just learned a word. It's
1: amazing what comes out of you if I just stare. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you first. What what's What you got?
0: Well, you're only letting me have one. Uh, but I'm gonna talk about two. Okay. <laughs> um, the first one is just really quick. I've been watching um, Beverly Hills 90210, the like reboot, and I'm really excited. And uh, people are all over the place about their feelings about it because it's not what they expected. But um, were you reading anything? Because it's exactly what I expected. I knew that it was the actors in a. Um,
1: yeah, it's not like the reboot of the show. No. It's like a it's, weird meta...
0: Exactly. So they're trying to get the show back on and stuff. And so it's quite fun to watch. Uh, and in it, um, the woman who plays Andrea um, is struggling with her sexuality. So it's quite fun to watch that and then um, and see her navigate. She's in a, a monogamous hetero marriage. Um, and so watching how her, her husband like supports her... And it's quite nice, actually, especially for anyone who grew up watching *Beverly Hills 90210* in the '90s and may have felt some sort of attraction to Andrea or any of the characters that um, you know were your same gender. And mm. um, and you, uh, it's it's nice to see this. And like maybe you were always closeted, and now you're seeing this and seeing like a warm um, interaction. It's a nice world where it's like your husband or whatever is like, yeah, okay, you can explore this, and like we'll work through it together. So that's all I want to say about that.
1: And then?
0: And then, um, Are You The One, just wrapped up, and I think I talked about it before, Are You The One is this show. I really hope
1: you didn't, because when you mentioned this, I had no idea, so I really hope you didn't mention it, and I just didn't listen. I think
0: it was on my list before, but I never brought it up because it was just starting. So it's wrapped up now. So Are You The One is this reality TV show on MTV, where, what?
1: Oh, sorry, I was mouthing a song.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. I thought I was talking too fast, so I'll slow down anyway. Um, reality TV show on MTV where they get—it's uh, usually eleven men and eleven women in the same house, and they've taken these like matchmaking tests. And there's all these like experts and psychologists who do all these interviews with you, and then they match oh. you up with somebody, and you have to find out who that person is. So, twenty-two sexy twenty-somethings in one house trying to figure out who their who person their matches? is. Yes. So fun okay, to watch. Okay, you have not
1: talked about because this, this is drawing me in right now, so... And
0: then... So, a couple seasons ago, I said to Jerrica, this would be so hard if it was queer. Because anyone could be your match. And she was like, it wouldn't work, because there's too many options. And I was... I got... I remember getting really angry, and I don't think she remembers this conversation, but I remember being quite mad, being like, it would work, you would find your match eventually, it would just be harder. Sure enough, this season, it was queer. So it was, um... They only did 16 couples, mm-hmm. or sorry, eight couples, so 16 people. Um, and it was people who were all different shades of queer um, who like were gender f- or gender fluid. Some were gender fluid. Um, when it came to who they dated, they were open to anyone, um, mm. so pansexual, I guess. Yeah. Um, so it made it quite fun and quite sexy, I have to say, and they won. Which is great. They won $750,000 to split amongst them. So they is...
1: win if everyone finds their person? Yes, they
0: have to find every match. The last two seasons didn't find all their matches. Did they help each other? Well, they have to. But, like, at a certain point you find your match. And if you get, like, confirmed, so there's, like, this special, like, love booth or whatever, truth, truth booth, and if you're a confirmed match, then you get to go live in this honeymoon suite for the rest of the season. Oh, Yeah. So those are your, like, solid beams. So they do, like, this blight ceremony, so everyone <laughs> matches up, and then they have, like, these beams that go up.
1: Sounds fucking wacky.
0: <laughs> it's so much fun. So much drama. This season had so much sex, and, like, the same few people sleep with lots of people. There was a couple of threesomes. There was one orgy. Ugh, was everything I hoped this show would ever be so happy wow and they won and like so they're like they're really good matches i have to say and some people who like it just what made this season especially good was that this time they actually brought a relationship um therapist onto the show and so all of their challenges were related to very like different pieces of what you'd work on in couples counseling or whatever so Mm -hmm. whether it was like your love language or like how you speak your truth or how you break down your walls and be vulnerable all of that they had these very real conversations which they haven't done on the show before so it was nice to watch them work through that um and uh and see them all you actually really did see them grow which was nice so are you the one it's great you should watch it um the season's over now but you can catch it on mtv on demand
1: Cool. Yeah. I might.
0: <laughs> How about you?
1: So, as often is the case, I'm a little behind the curve on finding the show and liking it. But mm. season three is starting soon on Netflix, so I figure it's a good time to talk about it. Um, shout out to my sister, who pushed me for like a year to watch this show, and finally made me sit down and watch it, and I devoured two seasons. I'm talking about Big Mouth on Netflix. Oh
0: my god, so good!
1: It's an animated (laughs) show, which is what took me a while to actually get into it, um, about kids going through puberty. Uh, So it's about a boy named Andrew and his friend Nick and Jesse going through puberty, and they have hormone monsters that follow them around and help teach them the ways and the worlds of sex. It is so funny, so sex positive, and just so wacky and hilarious. I've been pushing it out to everyone. It's got Maya Rudolph, Fred Armisen, uh, Nick Kroll is one of the creators and does many of the voices. I just, I can't recommend it enough. It's so smart and funny. Also, the theme song is a Black Sabbath song. Oh. Which just really, from first episode, I'm like, okay, I'm at least going to give us a chance nice. because that's Black Sabbath. I The Hormone Monsters are my favorite.
0: They're so good.
1: Like, Maya Rudolph as the female one is just...
0: Oh, my God. I don't think
1: I could love her more. And then this show (laughs) happened. When, like, the girl's going through... Or has her first period. And the hormone monster first shows up. And she's like, no. And you are now... You're not calling her mom anymore. She's Shannon. (laughs) (laughs) And then the mom comes in. And the little girl's just like, get out, Shannon. (laughs) That's it. Now you cry in your pillow. (laughs) It is so good. Kristen Bell plays a pillow um, that just that one of the young characters just has sex with. Yep, it is a wild ride with so many celebrities, and I can't wait for season three.
0: Oh my god! So you um, watch it? I do, but I think I've only watched season one. I don't think I'm on to season two yet. Um, so I gotta I gotta catch up. Ugh, it's so, so well done. It's one of the few, like, like
1: I guess because it's a cartoon, it can do it. Because it's a Netflix show, and it, like, leans into the Netflix. Mm. So, like, there's a couple times when you're, like, waiting for the next episode, and it says, like, skip to next episode. Like, the characters come on and, like, talk to you and reference that about Netflix. Oh. Or one of my favorites is there's a scene when one of the characters is about, is sharing their Netflix password with someone else, and it just, like, gets all bleeped out that this is a thing you can do. <laughs> Very clever, very funny, highly recommend, Big Mouth.
0: What are you gonna pick?
1: Topics. topics.
0: Can we talk? You may remember us talking about the US College scandal, um, where what's her name, Aunt Becky, got caught up in this, and so did Felicity Huffman. So Felicity Huffman got sentenced recently to 14 days in jail.
1: Fourteen days.
0: Like, I was just I've been reading all these different comparisons. Um, and I can't find the one that really got me, but I just saw this one as well, where this woman lied about the school district she lived in, so her six-year-old could go to a better school, even though she was homeless. And she had to go to jail for five years. That's like, ridiculous. Right? Um, I saw another one about a guy who stole a backpack um, for his kid to have, you know, a school supply, and got sentenced to, I think it was 14 years in jail. What? Yeah, it was crazy. I can't find that one, so I can't reference it again, but I remember... The numbers um, yeah like ridiculous Um, and of course like the images these are black people in America who are getting these like insane sentences and Felicity Huffman 14 days
1: so first of all I think the biggest revelation of this for me is that she's married to William H. Macy I did not know that
0: you found were like, fascinating. you were pushed over by <laughs>
1: I almost shock. fell off my chair. I, I don't know which one of them I'm happier for, to be honest with you. But that revelation aside, um, I've seen some, like, with the same reaction that you were kind of saying that, you know, 14 days, that's nothing. She wouldn't have got this if she wasn't white, if she wasn't rich, if she wasn't a celebrity. And honestly, what I take away from that, though, isn't that Felicity Huffman should have more jail time. Is anyone who does this, or things like you mentioned, what does putting them in jail do? Mm-hmm. Is the world safer? No. That Felicity Huffman's in jail for 14 days? No. Or that that woman who, homeless woman who lied about their kid, Does jail keeping anyone safe from that?
0: No. In fact, it probably is actually doing serious, ser- I mean, we know it is doing yeah. serious harm.
1: And... And it So I, I know you were coming at from uh, the right place, so I'm not trying to attack you. But, yeah. But people out there who just get mad that she didn't get more jail time, it's like, why should anyone for this? Like, yeah, there should be punishments. Yeah. Like, a $30,000 fine is also what she got. That should be a lot higher. Yeah. She should maybe have to do, like, talks in school. Maybe, yeah, do some free acting for a good cause. Like, I, I think we need to have much more creative ways to punish people that actually get better outcomes And don't just waste taxpayer money on Felicity Huffman. Pretty much, I'm sorry, getting her in the news a little bit. And we'll have a sympathetic story to tell when she gets out of jail.
0: Oh, yeah. She's going to have a great story. Probably a book. A movie, I think, already in the works. Right? Yeah.
1: William H. Macy will play her husband. (laughs) So Saturday Night Live has done a new round of casting. They've hired some people. And it kind of, I think it symbolizes the head of where we're at in comedy. His name is Bowen Yang. He's the first full-time Asian cast member on the show. He's also queer, um, so this is like a great hire. From what I've seen, very funny.
0: Oh, that's great! Put it all into one person. You don't have to spread it out or anything. Right? They only yeah.
1: have so many cast members. You gotta, <laughs> if you're pushing diversity, you gotta pack it in. Um, and at the same time, they hired a comedian named Shane Gillis, who, as soon as he was hired, there are tons of videos of him using anti-Chinese slurs. Um, calling stand-up comedians who have more of like a, um, what's the word I'm looking for?
0: I don't know. You're not describing it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um,
1: you know, have like more introspective. They're talking about feelings instead of just like out there making jokes, oh. um, which is like a form of stand-up like we saw in Gats- Hannah Gatsby's. Right stuff um, that's coming more he called them like weak white faggots (gasps) so like he oh
0: wow it's
1: this like weird thing of like comedy colliding the new people and the old people is it weird
0: or is it like SNL was like wow what an amazing way to create some interesting show like we're gonna it seems like it's a little bit
1: I usually go to skeptic and I didn't on this one
0: (laughs) this looks super super set up
1: oh my god you're right
0: yeah that's Actually, quite it makes me quite angry.
1: Yeah, because with the number of people they've had, like yeah, SNL always goes up and down, and they're kind of at a down where all the people who like Kate McKinnon, uh, Leslie Jones, you know, some really great people are leaving. Yeah, uh, have left, so they're on. Oh my God, you're right. I think you're right.
0: <laughs> um, ugh, gross. Well, I guess we'll see what comes of it. I guess I don't watch SNL, so like I like get if it's. I'll watch the sketches as they pop up on Facebook and stuff, but mm-hmm. yeah, I um, have, haven't actually been an SNL watcher, so.
1: Yeah, so far they've, like, neither of them made any comments about their hires or anything, so we'll see where that goes. But are allowed to. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, they're waiting for the story to build, because like you said, they're just trying to make it, yeah. make it exciting. Well.
0: What a fuck, great headline.
1: They got me, Ashley. Oh. They got me good.
0: It's interesting. It is really interesting. Um, but yeah. I see through you, SNL guy.
1: It just, I think, the white male comedians, they need to get on board with the changes. Right? Because they aren't. And they need to realize they're not the only game in town and that everyone else with more interesting perspectives actually usually makes better comedy. It's time for an Ashley wedding update. And here's your host, your bride, bringing you the latest. Here's Ashley Fair
0: the last time we spoke, we <laughs> we had our bachelorette party. Like, our, I, I was speaking like it's yours and mine. <laughs> um, and I'm a little super... worried
1: that when I show up to this wedding, it's me getting married to you.
0: <laughs> Maybe I've taken the measurements for your finger. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and that was super fun. So I want to say thank you publicly for a great weekend. You're more than it welcome. It was everything I hoped it would be. I hope everyone else had a good time too.
1: They did. They keep saying it to me.
0: Good. I can't wait for everyone to see each other again at the wedding. That's my favorite part of bachelorette parties is like then going to the wedding and you have like these like new friends even though everyone knows a group at the wedding.
1: I will say I was disappointed in meeting your other friends that I've never met before because I was really hoping that I would like get some hate on and like have some like good catty moments Mm -hmm. and like you wanted to debrief in the car and I really didn't have...
0: Which was too bad. I thought you had something, but you had nothing. Yeah, I like them. Which is great. Good job, everybody. <laughs> well, I guess I,
1: you're, how how awful people can you know, right?
0: Well, that was the, one of my um, one of my high school friends said to me, and uh, it made me so happy. And they were just like, you know, we were talking about who would be at your party, and we figured they're friends with you. They got to be good people.
1: Oh, I was that's like, a you good nice
0: right? It was nice. All
1: right, so today from recording, we are two weeks away.
0: Yes, this would be the last. Wedding planning update. Uh, And I'm very stressed. I kind of just realized yesterday how little time I have. And I felt really stupid for not quitting Costco sooner. Because I was just like, I have so many things I want to do. And I still have, like, a day job. But I... And there's stupid things. Like, I have a hair trial. I got to book a makeup trial. I need to get my nails done. Like, all these little things that just take an hour or two. Mm -hmm. But you only have so many hour or two moments. Jerrica's mom arrives... In a week and a half. Um, And we still, like, I still wanna craft some stuff because I haven't had time to do that yet. Uh, So there's a lot of things to do. We're gonna do some small dance lessons, like, just a bunch of little things all piling up. And I feel really silly for not kind of looking at all those things sooner. And for also, like, not properly booking them sooner. Like, even the makeup trial, it's a friend of ours doing my makeup, but I have to, like, work with her schedule and, I just I should have done that like a few weeks ago but here we are and it's fine and you know whatever doesn't get done doesn't get done that's fine like no one knows it's going to look like
1: exactly so my biggest advice from getting married is just Mm -hmm. it's going to be stressful and I think you're good at this in life generally so I'm not too worried about you but like just make sure you take those moments of joy in even if it is a makeup trial I'm sorry like I don't wear makeup but I'm sure that's fun.
0: Yeah, I think so. I wish I had something to do with it. Yeah. Like I, not... oh, like, I wish that Oh, like you had,
1: like, a different party to go out to or something? Yeah. And, like, you're... Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Even my hair trial, we're doing it on, um, like, Monday after work. I'm like, I gotta go do something. <laughs> I'll look nice at work the next day. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What's nice is, and, like, if you're getting married or you ever want to get married, like, my advice is give yourself some time to save the money so that you're not... Worried about the last, the last bills or like how to pay people on the day of or whatever. Like I've heard stories of people opening their their cards that day at the wedding to put together the last bit of cash, which is also oh, like wow. quite the assumption. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and like Jerica made a joke um, about doing that, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like we are we're fine, and we're not those people. Like that's not gonna happen. Um, and then I'm like, she was just joking, but I just took it so seriously. Want well, to make sure um, that wasn't really on yeah, the table. Yeah, like, just so you know. Um, but we've done a good job. It was nice to be able to work two jobs so that all of my Costco money from the summer on just went straight to the wedding. Um, and so pretty much everything's paid off. Like, the only things not paid off are the things that are on credit cards that they charge like the week before or the day before. Oh, but, yeah. like, there's still the money there to pay that off right away, too. So feeling really good, really happy that we did go for, like, a longer engagement, even though the first year we didn't save anything for the <laughs> wedding, partially because we're just not good savers, because that's life, and partially because, you know, life is expensive and the dog had surgery.
1: Aww. But. Well, you've done the work. hmm You are getting there. It is so close. Mm-hmm. This is, it always, like, even your bachelorette party was one of those things. Like, these things that you just, you picture in the future that are going to happen and it always feels a little surreal when you're actually in the moment and they're happening. Yeah. And I can't wait for that surreal moment. Ugh.
0: It's soon. Two more weeks. Ah. Did you have any more? Oh, I forgot. What? Sorry, wedding update. Um, so the other thing is Jerrica is... You know, she she makes things um, for a living. She literally does, like, drywall and, like, construction stuff. So, for the wedding, she's built a bunch of stuff, including our sweetheart table. Um, so, it's, like, the table that... A lot of weddings, you either have, like, the head table where you and your party sit at the front. Mm-hmm. That's what you guys did. Um, or a sweetheart table where it's just you and your sweetheart at a table at the front. So, then your bride's people or your... Whatever. Your people get to go sit with their people. Mm. Um and uh, so that's what we always wanted to do because, like, it's I didn't want to take you away from Zach. We didn't want to take Nick away from her person um, and just give everyone freedom.
1: And so she built the table.
0: She's built this table and it becomes our dining room table going forward. And not to give, like, everything away, but it's my favorite thing. So a really popular Instagram, like, wedding guest book trend is those wooden hearts that you've throw down into a little frame. Oh, yeah. So you sign it and you put it in this frame. Um, so we're doing a spin on that. We have the wooden hearts, and people get to sign them. And then, Jarek has made a little insert in the table. So it all gets to get put in there, and then we'll like coat it. Oh, my god. Yeah. That is
1: so adorable. Yeah. God, these people who have real tangible skills oh, in life. Tell me about it. Somewhere <laughs> something else. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's great. It's so good. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, God, thank God, because I don't have a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to draw a penis on it.
0: You can. I mean, we're not, <laughs> it's not getting put, it, we're just going to pick and choose the hearts. Because oh. I know people are going to draw silly things. Like, okay. we just draw silly things on the hearts. Okay, well, I, I
1: dare think. you to have this table in your house for the rest of your life, knowing that my heart didn't make it in. <laughs>
0: Like all the colors of the rainbow, so are the gays of the week. So my gay of the week is, um, well, okay, lately I've been really into gay country music. I um, heard this song called When She Leaves Me by The High Women. Really, 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 really recommend it. It made me cry, but it's also a funny song because it's like, it's Brandy Carlisle is singing it um, and it's about like her person um, at a bar and like this guy talking to her and it's like, When she leaves me, it won't be for a cowboy like you. Um, The whole point is, hey, buddy, she's gay. But, like, the song is so beautiful and just so moving. And it made me just, I was on the bus when I first listened to it and I was, like, ugly crying. Like, it just, it touched my heart so much. I'm also, you know, high stress and PMSing. So, but.
1: Prime time to get to you.
0: Great. Highly recommend that song. However, that's not my Gay of the Week. (laughs) Um, My Gay of the Week. He's been everywhere. You know him. You know his song, Old Town Road. Lil Nas X, who is openly gay and was the first LGBTQ musician to win Song of the Year at the VMAs and first openly gay man to receive a Country Music Association Award nomination. So I think we're coming a long way. Um, And I love how like nonchalant he's been about it because like he kind of just came out like, he, he just was like I've always been out I'm not like out you know like I'm not making a big deal I mean, of course I'm gay when I wrote the song I wasn't really thinking about you know how it sounds I just assumed yeah I'm a gay man blah, 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 you know like it's great um, I love him he's so chill seeming and uh, I'm really proud of him I think he's doing great I did not
1: know any of that yeah. about him
0: yeah now you do and now do all of you
1: my Queer of the Week is Daniel Franzis. Am I saying that name right? From Mean Girls?
0: Oh, I don't know how to say his name. But he you... played the
1: gay best friend in Mean Girls, right. and he is on a crusade right now to have, to push for, like, um, bigger gay men to be more sexualized in entertainment and hey. to show that they can be sexy.
0: Heck yeah. And I
1: think this has come up with a lot of people that I've highlighted before is, um, you know, people who can really be Uh, proud of their bodies and celebrating that, um, I'm sure from a very deep insecurity in my own. But I want to give him a shout out that he's, A, pushing that, really trying to reinvent himself because he's always referenced as the guy from Mean Girls. So I think any chance that he's doing to make his career something else is good. Um, You can follow him on Instagram where he lives what he preaches and (laughs) find him there. Um, So yeah, Daniel Franzine, breaking out of mean girls and pushing sexuality not just for gay men but for people of all body types.
0: Yay! Love it. Well, Jarrett?
1: Ashley, is this the last time that we were going to do this before your wedding?
0: Yeah. because Probably. Yeah, that's next weekend is, you know, the weekend before the wedding.
1: <laughs> what is next weekend?
0: The 21st. Yeah, okay. Dinner. Picking up my wedding dress on that Sunday. Oh!
1: Yeah. There's still things. Hi.
0: I gotta find a belt. Anyway, sorry. Wedding <laughs> um, yeah, this could be, but like, okay, we have a lot of time the morning of the wedding. We could totally do oh, a recording that day. We
1: should at least do a little bit. Yeah. Um, I hope you're still as fun when you're not a single lady.
0: Thanks. I hope so too. I think I, I think it'll be more fun actually. Really? That's my goal. Yeah. Yeah. Fun married lady. Okay. Yep
1: not how the world works, but we'll see you
0: <laughs> We're not settling down. We're settling up.
1: Oh, I like that.
0: So yeah, but if you want to follow along, I swear to you all, I'll be more active on Instagram, especially if you want to see like wedding update things. I'm happy to post that shit on our Gay Best Friends Podcast Instagram account.
1: Yeah, do it. We're gonna have Ashley wedding updates throughout the coming weeks, and you'll see us both dressed up and enjoying ourselves on the day. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at Gay Friends Podcast.
0: Send us an email at gay best at gmail.com. And don't forget to like and subscribe.
1: So until Ashley has her ball and chain attached,
0: <laughs> bye, bye besties! besties.